0: Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like. Next time we will watch something I like. But I can't believe you made me watch. No.
1: (laughs) I burped away from the mic. I just burped.
0: I'm Mike Bobbitt.
1: And I'm Allison Bobbitt.
0: And we just watched Blood Diner. <laughs> now, Blood Diner came out in 1987, so it's a movie I saw when I was in high school. You were five years old at the time. I was. Wait, what month? <laughs> I don't know. It came out in 1987 it
1: sometime It says July, so I was four.
0: Okay, so you were four.
1: You were 14.
0: I was 15. You're really, really into horror movies. Mm-hmm. So I thought you would really <laughs> enjoy this. Because we watched Phantasm yes, not too long ago. We did. And you didn't enjoy it as much as i thought you would
1: i didn't hate it i was just like was this i I was confused the chair squeaked i didn't fart oh right (laughs) yeah um i don't
0: need a machine to tell me that (laughs) yep he's lying
1: yep he's lying
0: (laughs) welcome to strange brew
1: welcome to strange brew (laughs) one of my favorite you have to be so bad i can taste it it. oh god so gross (laughs) i love that you didn't get that part either until like way later we were I don't think it. a lot of
0: people get that part.
1: I got that as a little kid I was like that's really gross. My mom was like what? And I was like cuz he peed in there and <laughs> she and my dad okay, were, were like Okay, we're talking about
0: Blood Diner. We're okay, not talking right. about the Strange subtleties Brew. of why Strange Brew may be the greatest comedy ever made. True. True, true, true. True. Close second Blood Diner.
1: Blood Diner. <laughs> um well, I did enjoy Phantasm. I just was like was this like a great movie when it came out like
0: it was great enough that JJ Abrams remastered it and named Captain Phasma your favorite character true. of the new Star Wars trilogy after phantasm
1: I was just I was surprised about that part okay. that it was I was like was this a silly dumb movie when it came out and you were like no it was like really good <laughs>
0: scared the crap out of me. Yeah, no, Phantasm was legit scary. It's weird, though, because there are scenes in Blood Diner that I remember being much better than they were in rewatching. Yeah. Like, I remember the naked Kung Fu scene (laughs) being, like, really well choreographed and, like, super, like... Like, right up there with, like, American Ninja movies, <laughs> oh. which now I'm wondering if American Ninja movies oh, are good not. either.
1: Um, not, no. But,
0: yeah, it was a very, like, just a naked woman kind of jumping down into a fight stance and then a close-up yeah, of like, a Hi-ya. foot kicking. Yeah. And then it
1: was just kind of them dancing around each other for a minute and then a couple, like, karate chops.
0: Right. <laughs> so. It was... It was
1: it was fantastic.
0: Okay, so we watched 1987's Blood Diner, Blood Diner, which is well, it was originally set up to be a sequel to Blood Feast, which you have not watched yet. Mm-mm. I have, and it is going to be watched. I just want you to know that.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like one of the first, like real, like splatter, like just. Well, you like Suspiria, so you may end up I liking I did like Suspiria, blood and then Feast.
1: I saw um, Dead Alive when I was a kid, too, which is... Um,
0: oh, this predates.
1: Well, yeah, Dead no, Alive. but I mean, like, Dead Alive was, like, a big splatter movie, yeah. too, so I, like, I was definitely into that, but this was, it was probably just too young.
0: Blood Feast is closer in tone to Suspiria, where it's, like, just real bold color choices and oh, stuff like that. And, like, the blood that sort of looks just like red paint. So, okay yeah. yeah
1: um quentin tarantino does that too with yeah the real like and i would like to also just say like i like suspiria the original suspiria the remake i turned it off right it was so stupid
0: <laughs> it's just a slow burn that we weren't able to get through
1: yeah i couldn't as soon as tilda swinton came on the screen i was like i think i'm done i think i'm done
0: So, instead of watching a movie that uh, I think was nominated for Academy Awards, like Suspiria Remake, (laughs) we decided to watch Blood Diner.
1: Hell yeah, we did. Um,
0: So, it's sort of, like I said, loosely based on Blood Feast, Mm -hmm. and imagine if like the lead from Blood Feast kind of... uh, had his nephews continue the family business. Yeah. And that's what happens in Blood Diner. Like, uh,
1: absolutely, 100%, that's what happens. Right.
0: It opens with um, the two main characters.
1: As little kids. As
0: little kids, yeah.
1: And their mom, who's real classy-like, and says, I gotta go get some tampon.
0: Right. It's uh, Michael and George. Mm-hmm. And young Michael in that intro, by the way, is played by a girl. Really? Yeah. And then the uncle is killed by the cops. And then we flash forward 20 years and the nephews dig up their uncle Anwar's body to take his brain.
1: That's perfectly preserved, by the way. (laughs) Just no rot. Like his entire corpse is rotted away and he's basically a skeleton. But his brain.
0: And his eyeballs. And his
1: eyeballs Which are connected. Which are connected to the brain. Directly.
0: (laughs) Directly. Yeah.
1: Perfectly preserved. Yep. And also like only the size of like a small fist. It's yeah. very small.
0: Yeah. The nephews have to continue the uncle's plan to raise this goddess. Uh, five million year old goddess Sheetar. Sheetar,
1: which and, is a fantastic name, by the right. way.
0: Right. So there have to be like blood sacrifices and stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they run get, a diner like, that uh, it's serves- It's a
1: vegetarian diner.
0: Vegetarian diner that serves human meat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're like, I can't believe this is a veggie burger. This is amazing.
0: It kind of reminded me of Bob's Burgers, like the original pilot of Bob's Burgers, where they were actually selling human meat.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Before they toned that down for Fox. Before they were
1: like, no, (laughs) we can't do that.
0: It was written by Michael Sanye, who... I am friends with on Facebook. Name drop.
1: Name drop. Do you he's, want me to pick that up for you? Yeah,
0: please do. <laughs> okay. Here
1: you go. Here you here, go. It's kind of heavy. I, it is because <laughs> he's
0: better known as Dookie Flyswatter from the band Haunted Garage. <laughs> nice. Which I met him on the night that Dave Brockie from Guar died. Aww. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and Haunted sad. Garage was sort of like the West Coast Guar. Oh, fun. Yeah. So Michael Sanye wrote it. Thinking that he was going to get to be in it as well, but it seems like when the director, and you were surprised when I told you this, the director, Jackie Kong, is a woman.
1: That surprised me. Right. I was like, really? There's a lot of like titties in Bush and like no male nudity.
0: There's a dude butt.
1: There's one dude butt, and then just like so many titties. I was like, wow, I would have thought this was, um, I mean, good for her. Yeah, you know, maybe she was maybe she was like pre-free the nips, you know. Who right,
0: knows? she was only twenty nine when she made it. Oh my god! And she got to make like four movies, and then you know, Hollywood being the way it is. They were like, like, you're oh, a I'm...
1: woman and a minority. You, right.
0: You should so, get out. Yeah, you're not allowed to. You're making these very extravagant movies and staying on budget, and but no. But no. And she was heavily involved in the comedy scene, too. Like, her movie before this is a movie called um, Night Patrol, mm-hmm. which is Linda Blair from The Exorcist, mm-hmm. who's a cop, but moonlights is a stand-up comedian. <laughs> so... That's amazing. My memory is that it was kind of shot in conjunction with like the Shore family, like Polly Shore's family. Oh, yeah mm-hmm. so with comedy store stuff. yeah. Um, oh that's fantastic. because the guy who plays Georgie as an adult, he and Polly Shore's sister mm-hmm. were friends and actually set up a prank phone call scam to make fun of all the desperate people in Hollywood oh. where they were like, hey, if you want to be in a movie, all you have to do is dial this number. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you dialed the number. And it was like, if you want to be a star of a movie, please press one. If you want to be a supporting character, please press two. If you'd like to be an extra, please press three. Por favor, prima el dos. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, like, people would get, like, really mad and be like, what, this this isn't how you make movies. But then some people were like, what does it cost for me to be a movie star? Or I want to have my kid be a movie star. So, yeah. And it was just, like, a thing where they could collect desperate (laughs) voicemails (laughs) to make fun of people.
1: That's...
0: Kind of mean, but funny. Kind
1: of mean, but funny,
0: yeah. It reminds me of, like, how delusional extras were when I would do like central casting stuff. And we had our neighbor.
1: Oh,
0: right. We had a neighbor in LA who was was a train conductor in one of the first seasons of one of the episodes of the first season of Westworld. Yeah. And he was like, you never know. They might make an episode around the train conductor. And I was like, Bill, if they do, they're going to hire an actor. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I already played him. So,
1: Oh, they've never replaced a character before, like a major character. No, they don't do that.
0: Sorry, Becky from Roseanne. I know. (laughs) While it's mean-spirited, I can also see how it would be ripe for some entertaining messages. Yeah. Right.
1: Because, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like, you know, all I got to do is just be on the show and...
0: I'll notice. The guy who played Michael in this movie was a. Uh, he was in a punk band and did one other movie with Jackie Kong after this, mm-hmm. uh, Underachievers, where he's only billed as like thug number one. Oh. And the guy who played Georgie is billed as thug number two. Oh, nice. But then shortly after that, he was in a car accident with the producer of Blood Diner, uh, one of the producers of Blood Diner, and
1: killed. Oh, that's awful! Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was watching the making of on the Blu-ray for Blood Diner today, and the guy who played Georgie said that the guy who played Michael was like, "Yeah, I don't think I want to live past thirty. Who wants to be old?" And he ended up dying at twenty-nine.
1: Oh my god!
0: I know, that's creepy.
1: Really creepy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's sad and creepy.
0: Right. So when Jackie Kong came on, she decided to make it a straight-up comedy horror Thank comedy. God. <laughs> right.
1: Because. It was hilarious
0: Right And then it seemed like They didn't want Dookie Swatter on set So he was originally Going to be cast As the Guy who ran The competing Vegetarian diner <laughs> Yeah
1: You know How vegetarian <laughs> diners Compete
0: <laughs> Right In
1: LA I mean I realize they're like It's in LA But No Everybody just No right. <laughs> It's not competing
0: It was the greatest Gourmet food That I've ever <sighs> I've never seen At a diner Yeah Yeah uh, so he didn't get to be in it, and he yeah. seemed a little bit bitter, and I can't blame him.
1: Well, yeah, you get kind of kicked out of your own movies, kind of a bummer.
0: Right. The actual location that was used for the Blood Diner was near our old apartment. It was on Hollywood and Kawanga, mm-hmm. which is actually now a pizza place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of perfect to me.
0: Right. I looked at it on Google Street View. Did you? I think it's right across the street from the Popeyes on Hollywood Boulevard.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, I'm familiar with that area.
0: Right by, right on the other side of the 101 from yeah, where the freeway, we lived yeah. in Los Feliz. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, that freeway ramp was great.
0: Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> there
1: was always just like a camp full of teens.
0: You used to get your nails done uh, in the same shopping center as the Ralphs on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So I would just start walking towards Hollywood and Highland. That means I regularly walked past the Blood Diner and didn't realize. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah you
1: did. It was, uh man.
0: That's what I miss about Hollywood.
1: Just the weird shit you would see yeah, on the Yeah, just being able
0: to go, hey, down the street from the Laugh Factory. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's
0: the Nightmare on Elm Street house.
1: Yeah, that was kind of right. cool. That was always really neat. It was just all the fun stuff that we used to get to see. Right. And the Hollywood Bowl. I miss the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. We saw John Williams twice. It was dope.
0: So this speaking of music mm-hmm. has an interesting soundtrack too it
1: really does
0: it has this weird doo-wop soundtrack yeah and then it also has this weird like rockabilly punk punkabilly yeah. i don't
1: i don't really know right the soundtrack is very um it, it seems like someone just tore up a bunch of albums and then shook them up and then just grabbed a handful and that was the soundtrack
0: but the producer was able to get like all those duop songs for like super super cheap. Yeah. The band that played at the end was uh Dino Lee uh who is like the king of the white trash apparently. The guy wearing like the weird like little
1: Yeah. The, skirt. With, yeah, with like the hair and Yeah. basically just wearing like a leotard.
0: I looked at other pictures of him online cuz I Kind of really enjoyed it, uh-huh. the music. Oh gosh, a lot. Okay, and um, he's wearing an outfit that doesn't look totally unlike Sleazy P Martini from Guar, okay. and Sleazy P like Don Dracula, who played Sleazy, had like the oh, helmet the bouffant, made yeah. up to be. I wonder if they were inspired at all.
1: Possibly.
0: I'm friends with Don Dracula. Oh, yeah. let me pick up that. Oh, name too. you know what? Do you need
1: a hand picking? Yeah,
0: it's then? another big one. It's a big heavy one. Yeah.
1: So.
0: There's a lot of letters. Yeah, thank you. Don't strain yourself. I'll (laughs) try. I'll have to ask Donna if if Sleazy P was inspired at all by Dina Lee.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I think I'm going
0: to just do, forget doing this podcast where we force each other to watch (laughs) movies that we enjoyed and the other has not seen. I think I'm just going to do an oral history on Blood Diner and its connection to (laughs) Guar.
1: Oh my God. That's lovely. Right. So anyway, so this movie. I'm going
0: to have to turn your mic off because I don't see how you have a lot of input on my Guar Blood Diner podcast. what's up, Giz? (laughs) Okay.
1: So the movie, they dig up their Uncle Anwar's corpse Mm -hmm. to get his brain and eyeballs. Right. They put him in a jar. Now, he's a brain and eyeballs, but can also talk. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) he also has the ability to talk to them. Out loud. And other people can hear it?
0: Could other people hear it? I don't I remember. Think so. Oh, yeah, because he makes the phone call. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: t- so, like, other people. So, it's not just, like, tel- like, telepathy. It's, he's just a brain and eyeballs, but he can also speak. Something right
0: Just- i was gonna say what powers were she going to have that were better than what they already had to bring their dead uncle's brain and eyeballs there's no and voice back to life i don't know well they do say that it's like she'll be like superman only better true
1: I, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so so they get so they get their uncle back and he's like all right so you got to get We have to do some sacrifices. You have to go get some parts.
0: Yeah. She has to be Frankenstein together by various parts.
1: So fortunately, there's some cheerleaders in the diner. nude
0: aerobics. Yeah.
1: Who are bullying one of the other cheerleaders and being like, all you have to do is take your top off. And she's like, no, I can't. And she's crying because she doesn't want to take off her top. So her two friends are like, well, whatever. If you want to be a good cheerleader, you have to get your tits out. Right. And do aerobics. So, your loss, I guess.
0: The producer of the movie was very proud that the movie inspired real life <laughs> nude neuterobic aerobics.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. You know what? Do what you want. If you're proud of your tits, get them out. Get them out. So, then we cut to a nude cheerleader class being filmed
0: by the most masculine instructor.
1: The most masculine instructor who. <sighs> I don't really understand why they even needed an instructor, but whatever. Then they come in in masks?
0: Yeah, they came in in Ronald Reagan masks.
1: Ronald Reagan masks and then just massacre everyone with like AKs.
0: I wonder what came first, Blood Diner or Point Break? Because Point Break, they do the
1: Ronald Ronald Reagan Reagan masks
0: too. Oh, this predates Point Break.
1: Oh, damn. Maybe Point Break got the idea. Or maybe Ronald Reagan masks were just the easiest ones to get.
0: I think what we're uncovering is that Blood Diner is the most influential movie ever made.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What if it is? What if we get down to it and we're like, so where did you get the idea for the Ronald Reagan masks? And they're like, you know what? It's this little movie, this little flick.
0: Everything ties back to Blood Diner. Blood Diner.
1: So they murder all the cheerleaders and then they chop them all up there's a really great scene of them cutting off a woman's leg right under her butt (laughs) that they really hold on for a long amount of time just so we can see some butt
0: again woman director woman
1: director i love it it's amazing not a
0: lesbian either it doesn't matter
1: doesn't matter just i love it everything about it yep then they take all the parts back to their diner which, and also, they take it to a room that's so easily accessible by the public. It's like a swinging door with no sign on it that says, like, employees only. That's just right in the diner.
0: Yeah, but when you go to a restaurant, do you ever go through doors that aren't marked entrance entrance? Exit or restroom?
1: I guess not. But it also, like, it swings open so easily, like, they're not going that far into the room.
0: Don't knock the logic (laughs) of the most influential movie ever made. You're right.
1: It's just, I'm surprised no one noticed.
0: I have another tie that I'm going to tie this movie to when we get to it.
1: Okay. So then they Frankenstein together. The Mm sheetar And then they paint her gold. Right. Which is, um, I don't know why that's necessary, but they sure did it.
0: Style choice. Style choice. Yeah.
1: And then they kind of prop her up against the wall (laughs) for the remainder of the film until they need her. And
0: that actress stood very still.
1: She did. Yes. Was that an actual actress or did they just have a mannequin there?
0: I think it was an actual actress. What a fucking bummer, man. (laughs) Like,
1: to just be like... Hey, I'm in a movie. My boobs are out painted gold the entire time.
0: Except for when she is one of the naked aerobics people.
1: True. But even then, her boobs are out. Yeah. I mean, I guess you get to be like really athletic for a minute, but then stand very still the entire rest of it.
0: That is uh, Tanya Papanikolas.
1: Has she been in anything else? Yep. She... (laughs) <laughs> You're like yeah. Uh, <laughs> All four
0: movies that pop up on IMDb <laughs> are oh, her four movies. She made four movies between 1986 and
1: 1988. She was she's thriving. in Vamp
0: that I believe is the Grace Jones vampire movie. Mm-hmm. She uh, playing waitress. She was in Vicious Lips playing Desert Siren Number Two. Ooh. Uh, then in Blood Diner playing both Sheetar and Bitsy. And then in Run If You Can, where they misspelled her name as Victim. Oh. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. She really
1: peaked at Blood Diner. Yeah, Blood
0: Diner. She not only got to play one named character, she got to play two. She did. Yeah. Good for her. Way to go, Tanya. Way to go, Tanya. Tanya and her titties.
1: Tanya and her titties. Which
0: will be the name of my new punk band.
1: Oh, great.
0: Tanya and her titties.
1: Okay. So, they Frankenstein together the Sheetar and just prop her up. And then they have to, what do they have to find next? They have to find a virgin, which in the beginning of the movie, Michael is learning how to, like, hypnotize. Mm -hmm. So I love when they use his hypnotism powers. They do literally no other effect other than just have him stare kind of creepily at whoever he's talking to.
0: I was hypnotized.
1: Oh, my God. He had a
0: lot of charisma. He's
1: like... Hey, what's your face? You should come with me to see my brother wrestle and just kind of like bulges his eyes a little bit. There's no sound effect. There's nothing else. (laughs) Like the people don't even act weird. They're just like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Like there's (laughs) nothing to really let you know that he's actually hypnotizing people. Well, he
0: learns to hypnotize by looking at one of those old like 70s clocks that's the cat with the eyes that go back and forth. So, what would you have wanted? Like his eyes to go back and forth and a
1: I mean, just something so that it was more obvious that he was hypnotizing them because he literally just is like, you want to come with me? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, OK, sure. That sounds great.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I would have like, gone with them.
1: Nothing. Nothing to indicate that he's actually hypnotizing people unless you remember that he was learning how to hypnotize in the beginning of the
0: movie. It's a lot easier to hypnotize than you would think. Okay. How do you think I got you to watch the movie and talk about oh, it now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've been hypnotized. Oh
1: no. I learned, from a,
0: I learned from watching Blood Diner. Oh no. Because you it got is the me. most influential movie.
1: <laughs> of all time. Yep. You got me. Yep. Okay. So
0: So police are investigating these murders.
1: <laughs> yes, they are.
0: And um, the one cop, this is, I'm tying it.
1: Like the chief cop?
0: I realized in watching this, everyone's just kind of doing, uh, because I was like, and I don't know, maybe Chief Miller was dubbed by the guy who did uncle anwar i don't know because the they voice. sound the same but that isn't anwar's real voice he based it off of an armenian uh shop oh my owner. god what if
1: he was just being a dick and like just imitating di- imitating the other guy in the movie maybe i don't know
0: unfortunately we're not going to be able to find out too much about the guy who played chief miller because max morris was in uno movie
1: oh just the one huh yeah well that's okay
0: surprisingly um so was
1: the other cops
0: Lynette LaFrance who played Sheba Jackson who could not figure out if she had a speech impediment or an accent I
1: couldn't figure it out and Um, she
0: only has one credit too so I don't think we're gonna find out a lot about Lynette
1: that's okay I was so confused because scene by scene her accent changed I'm like is she and she had a lot of lines like right she had to do a lot of like exposition in her and her role and just i was so distracted that with the, like how she was saying things that i wasn't really paying attention to what she was saying Like,
0: was she trying to hide a british accent and that is why she is very stilted
1: stilted yeah and robotic sounding
0: and then there's like the one line where she's like oh bloody hell what the fuck you think you're doing, you cunts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she didn't say that at all. She didn't, but <laughs> yeah. it was
1: like, it came out and I'm like, wait, is she British? Like, right. I, I couldn't I couldn't figure it out.
0: Mark Shepard, the other cop?
1: No. <laughs> he was Didn't great.
0: he remind you of, like, the gigolo that's in the movie Calvary? The Brendan G- Gleeson movie?
1: I don't really. I try to not remember that movie. Why? Because... It was a good movie, but it was sad. It was too I sad. I know.
0: It's my favorite movie. I know.
1: You like a lot of sad fucking movies, and right. I can't. I try not to retain Like Blood Diner,
0: very sad movie, because <sighs> Michael and George don't.
1: Well, also, I loved how the way the chief would just constantly punch the other guy cop in the stomach. Right. Like, whenever he said something dumb, he'd just turn around and just punch him in the stomach. Which had to have
0: been a Jackie Kong choice.
1: Which is amazing, Like that he's just like... Instead of being like, you're really stupid, or that was stupid, he just turns and punches him as hard as he can.
0: Female director. Didn't you want to punch that guy?
1: I mean, yes, of course.
0: And he kept scratching his head with his gun. He
1: did. And then it goes
0: off one time, and (laughs) he's he's just like, like, oh, oh. oh." Yeah.
1: Yeah. They really made him the bumbling idiot.
0: So Shepard, the guy who played him, this is his favorite thing that he's ever done. and uh, I get it. the interview of him i'm like oh yeah they totally cast us type (laughs) (laughs) perfect yeah i love it that guy was great
1: he was amazing roger dower great job okay so the cops are like we have a serial killer because who would kill all these cheerleaders and like chop them all up we have a serial killer for sure Mm -hmm. then it's like Smash cut to the diner, the vegetarian diner, where we can see that they have this very successful business. But is it Georgie? Georgie's the other brother, right? Yeah. He's just like this insane cook who's just sitting there yelling, screaming, throwing lettuce and watching wrestling.
0: They wanted him to be mentally handicapped. <laughs> like, And he was like, well, I'll play him as slow, but I don't want to go like straight up <laughs> mentally handicapped.
1: It was just all he did was throw things and watch wrestling and just really bulge his eyes out. He and beat up
0: cool. on that vitamin C customer guy. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: and beat him up a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. And the vitamin C guy just kind of being like, mm,
0: food's really good. Food's great.
1: It's the best veggie burger I've ever had. Yeah. I can't believe there's no meat in it.
0: Yeah, it's such weird overdubbing in the <laughs> movie. <laughs>
1: that too. where I was like, is this dubbed? And you were like... It sure sounds like it, doesn't it?
0: It was shot on such a low budget that none of the actors are SAG actors. Like, they're all first timers. (laughs) No! Yeah, pretty much. I think the biggest credit that any of them have is the guy who plays Michael, Rick Burks, the guy who died, Mm -hmm. was in a David Bowie video. (laughs) Oh, good for him. Nice. Yeah, like... I don't know, for what they did, I think it's pretty amazing.
1: It is amazing, like, that they shot this solo budge and, like, had a location that was on Hollywood Boulevard and...
0: Multiples, too. Yeah. Yeah, like, Like the other club is on Hollywood Boulevard, too.
1: And they shot, like, on the street, too. Like, they were shooting, like, where you could see, like, the Hollywood sign.
0: I think Jackie Kong did a really good job. Like she was talking in the documentary about layering the shots Mm -hmm. where she wanted to make sure that things looked a lot better than a movie on that budget looked where she wanted to make sure that the foreground with Mikey and George Mm -hmm. was lit in the diner and that the background extras in the diner were lit. And then she had a third level of extras out on the street just so people would have stuff to do. Like I watched a documentary on knives out mm-hmm. where Ryan Johnson was talking about layering shots and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And Jackie Kong was doing that as well. And that's not something you, I mean, didn't really see that much in phantasm. Like, yeah, the acting is very stilted and pretty crummy in blood diner, but,
1: but it's shot really, it's well. shot
0: really, really well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is shot really well. I will give it that. And I mean, the effects are pretty good. Like, oh yeah, better than I would have thought for such a low
0: budget. Yeah, it ends with she tar- like.
1: So, like, let's kind of okay, just gloss over what happens. So they, the murder, murder, murder,
0: collect parts, collect
1: parts. Uh, they have to do some more sacrifices and some more. Like, they end up um, their rival, <laughs> the rival vegetarian, right? Diner guy. They go to his diner and like harass him and cut off both of his arms yep and then he's driving somehow mm-hmm. but there's blood all over the windshield and the one thing that i found very puzzling is that his like regular customer his buddy mm-hmm. is just we
0: like to call those in the diner business their teddy
1: Their teddies so his teddy is literally just a mannequin like dummy mm-hmm puppet thing? I don't know. It looks insane because you're like, oh, that's not a person. That's like, he made that. But he has lines and he talks, but his mouth doesn't move.
0: But they do cut to the diner owner at one point in time. Like, you can tell that he's saying...
1: He's saying the lines. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. So they end up like...
0: I like when we were watching that because I knew that they will never address that in the movie. It's just like... (laughs) Jackie Kong was like this guy's really lonely. How lonely? How much lonelier would that be if his best friend was just a ventriloquist dummy? And they were like, "But but we wrote it for an actor." And she's like, "Well, we'll keep all the lines and stuff." Yeah. But I think that's brilliant. And was- because I knew that they wouldn't like ever address it every time you're like, "Wait, what's going? Is that a dummy?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> No, oh, you I'm mean like, like he had a lot of plastic surgery? I'm
1: like, no, like, what is going on with that
0: guy? It's
1: so weird.
0: <laughs> I'm like, which guy? You're like, I don't know
1: what guy. So that was hilarious. So then eventually they're like, okay, we're all ready to do, like, the ritual for Sheetar. They, like, have a club and they get they go to a club.
0: Yeah, they have to have, like, a big group...
1: Orgy, basically. Orgy, ca-
0: yeah, like cannibal orgy Yeah. to bring about Sheetar. So they so go they... to like a rock club and they offer drugs, which are just like hunger pills. Yeah, that yeah. look like gumballs. Yeah, face. that look like gumballs <laughs> that for some reason turn people into zombies.
1: They turn green.
0: Which wasn't in Michael Sanye's script, apparently. Okay. Yeah. It was
1: really funny because it basically looked like... Sorry, Dookie I... Fly Swatters. Dookie Fly Swatter. It basically looked like when I, as a child, painted my face green to look like a witch like that was the.
0: <laughs> oh, i did that too when i was a kid to look like ula the slave girl from java's palace oh jesus christ i just ran around in a fishnet outfit no! and- <laughs> <So scary. laughs> painted myself completely green yeah, it was pretty hot oh yeah. was it yeah i have the only nipples you've ever seen in star wars <sighs> up until adam drivers nice I'm kidding, Mark Hamill shows his nipples in Empire Strikes Back. Does
1: he? Yeah.
0: You have he's a lot the, of
1: knowledge about the he's nipples. He's in the back
0: <laughs> Yeah. He's in the back of the tank. Yep. Yeah, ask me about any nipples in the Star Wars movies I can tell you about. You will them. know. You yeah. will know. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So they go to the club, they're the rituals going on, everyone's eating like the soup, I guess, or the yeah, stew. The
0: human stew. The
1: human stew. They have the sac- the virgin sacrifice. The sheetar is propped up.
0: But somehow they managed to bring Sheetar back to life, even though they never sacrificed the girl. Yeah,
1: they never sacrificed her. Just Georgie got his head eaten off. So maybe that he was the virgin.
0: Maybe. Mikey dies, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But he gets shot. Yeah.
1: The cop shoots him in the eyeball. Right. Yeah, the cops follow them to the rock club. Basically, Michael and Georgie die, but Sheetar lives and gets picked up by a guy in a car.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: and he's like what's your name baby and she's she opens her mouth and has like the nasty fangs. She has like rows
0: like, of fangs. Rows
1: <laughs> of fangs. It's really gross and he's like she's like they call me <laughs> she and he's like Nothing is wrong with this at all. Let's definitely go hook up. Like, it just drives off like it's nothing. Yeah. I had trouble with that because I was like, I'm sorry. I've been to Hollywood and I know how um, materialistic people are there. So 100% she would have gotten her ass kicked out of that car.
0: He might have just been planning on banging her from behind. You don't know that he was, like, thinking about a beeger.
1: There were a lot of gums before those fangs. Yeah. Very gummy.
0: But... I think he wasn't planning on kissing her.
1: I, I don't kiss you.
0: <laughs> I have normal gums and I don't have rows of fangs. What does that mean? <laughs> just kidding. Are you calling me your trick?
1: Yeah, we don't kiss on the mouth.
0: You don't kiss your tricks. No. Yeah.
1: I just, the the trouble I had was that it wasn't like a scream that they just drove off together. If he was like, oh, no, and she just like did something to like overtake him, I would have been like, yeah, Sheetar. But instead, he's like, all right, baby, let's go. And they just drive off.
0: Hardly anyone in the movie has credits beyond. Georgie ended up playing Jeffrey Dahmer in The Secret Life of Jeffrey Dahmer. What year? 1993. Nice. But like he has the most credits out of really? anyone in the movie. You know
1: what, though? He's so funny in this. Like the scene where he keeps running over the biker guy and he's in the van. Yeah. Is so funny because he's just like bouncing around like, this is great. And he's literally just driving back and forth over this big dumpy biker guy. He looks so happy doing it. Which was probably my favorite part of the movie is how happy he looks while he's doing it.
0: While he's driving over. Because he's just
1: like, this is great. Like playing music, having a great time. He also shows his butt. To the cop.
0: It's not his butt, the guy who played Vitamin C. It's his butt.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Because he was like, for $250, I'm not doing nudity.
1: I mean, he basically almost showed the brown eye, so. Right. I get it.
0: Yeah. Isn't that insane? That, <laughs> that is that's insane. That's how much he
1: made.
0: $250. For three weeks of shooting.
1: Yikes. That's, I mean. Maybe it was
0: 250 a week, but.
1: That's still like not a
0: lot (laughs) yeah for that budget he might not have yeah he uh, he had to have made at least 250 bucks a week
1: but still that's only what for three weeks that's 750 yeah that's not a lot
0: no he was a guy who owned a lot of fancy cars Mm -hmm. and he would lease them out to movies Mm -hmm. and then like a casting director was like you got a good look give me your info and then he called him up one day and he was like how you like to uh, be in a horror movie called Blood Diner?
1: <laughs> he was like, tell me more. <laughs> right.
0: Well, he, he's like, yeah, you just got to go to the Hollywood Hills and meet with this manager. And apparently the guy, um, Carl Crew is his name, has like some weird family connection to a bunch of serial killers. He oh, thinks. what? So he's like, yeah. So I went to the Hollywood Hills thinking, great. Another serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not for sure he's going to be murdered, but he was like, "Man, let's, uh, let's hear it out. Who knows? Maybe I'll,
1: you know, maybe they'll do a nice write-up about me."
0: My family's had run-ins with three serial killers already. Which
1: serial killers? Well,
0: he's from San Francisco, so he said that he had a run-in with the Zodiac. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know that his stories check out exactly. I don't know about
1: that, yeah. but continue.
0: Um, and then he worked at a like a funeral home or something like uh-huh. that, and a serial one of the people that they did a service for was murdered by a serial killer and the serial killer drove past so that's his connection to a second one okay and yeah so that kind of thing i don't even remember. yeah like not really yeah. like
1: he's just like Somewhere.
0: yeah he's a peculiar guy
1: i was from san francisco and so was the zodiac killer that's my connection is right. basically yeah that's like me being like well
0: i'm very connected to columbine because i'm from michigan where michael moore it's
1: from yeah it's it's basically like tying a connection like that
0: yeah
1: i know i was like what serial killers i can't remember specifically which serial killer is from here
0: eileen eileen
1: warnos is lived in in Troy. troy she grew up in troy yeah but she left when she was like 15 you
0: know who else grew up in troy you did i did yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Sheetar,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eileen Wernos was the
0: original Sheetar. Oh <laughs> Killed dudes and had a messed up grill.
1: Oh, she did have a messed up grill, and she did have kind of similar hair—that like
0: just feathered, <laughs> right. like
1: Kind of slicked back, sort of feathered hair.
0: Yeah, maybe Eileen Wernos was uh, Wernos was the
1: inspired,
0: inspired was by like, the real life Sheetar.
1: She was like. I've seen Blood Diner. I know what I need to do with my life.
0: Right. Except for Eileen Warnos was before 1987.
1: True. Right. Maybe she saw it and she's like, I got ripped the fuck off. You owe me money. She'd probably say some crazy shit like that.
0: I'm going to kill you now because you raped my rights. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you raped my rights.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: So you loved this movie, correct?
0: I loved this movie as a kid. I Just bought it for us to watch on Blu-ray.
1: Feelings. How does it hold up?
0: Not as well as I remembered, but I am happy that we own it.
1: (laughs) There is a naked Kung Fu scene, which was...
0: May or may not have (laughs) led to weird fetishes and shit.
1: (laughs) I just remember being like, man, they get her naked real fast and he is still got all his clothes on. All right. Right. Because she is fully naked when they're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great.
0: Big old 80s Christy Canyon Bush.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh, they didn't need to give her a Merkin at all. She was set.
0: And that was shot at the Bronson Caves, which is one of the most recognizable
1: yeah. um, shooting, locations shooting locations in Griffith
0: Park, mm-hmm. right up next to the observatory, Yeah, which is where... like. The beginning of Terminator was shot, you know, when, the
1: the Griffith Observatory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because Bron- didn't Bronson Caves used to be like the entrance to the back cave yeah, in the um, yeah. Adam West series? Like
0: pretty much every sci-fi movie was shot there. It's yeah. where Ash parks his car at the end of Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm to sleep and everything yeah. yeah so many things were shot
1: <laughs> we've broth- been there it's right free. it's we free. were on
0: the site of naked kung fu fighting
1: oh man we went into those caves too we did that's pretty neat. We should have
0: naked Kung Fu fought. We should have. Yeah. Well, there
1: were a lot of people there. It we was... weren't
0: even alone. We were with friends.
1: Yeah, we were with friends and their babies. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been kind of weird.
0: Um, excuse us for a moment. <laughs>
1: we have to recreate yeah. a scene real quick.
0: So. Yeah. It's daytime, so I'm probably going to burn. <laughs> Could you please <laughs> apply this sunscreen? <laughs> to my
1: entire body. Right. Thank you. <laughs>
0: to where the sun don't usually shine. Right. <laughs>
1: The back of your balls. Just like right. here you go, honey.
0: <laughs> I'm planning on doing an upside down spin kick. So <laughs> could you please put some sunscreen on my taint?
1: You are welcome. <laughs> Thank Absolutely you. right. Not a problem.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we not only not only have I walked past the Blood Diner many times. We also were at the location of Naked Kung, Naked Fu, Kung fighting. Fu
1: fighting. That was also kind of fun. I will say about watching it is that like even though i was like this movie's insane and it was really like silly and kind of dumb is that it was kind of fun to be like oh like it was shot you know here and not so far you know right which is one of the things i like watching barry for too is oh yeah yeah because the um steve allen theater is like the where they take their acting class and you You can can see see our our old
0: apartment building and a lot of shots of the hbo series barry which is pretty cool yeah Oh, Hollywood. So, yeah, it's... So, what? yeah, I really like Blood Diner. I think it holds up as a fun It is a movie. fun,
1: silly, dumb movie. I definitely would recommend. Okay. I would recommend. So at you're least a, once. So... Because it's, it's absolutely ridiculous.
0: So you don't think it's two hours of wasted time?
1: No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I laughed through a lot of it. I thought it was pretty funny.
0: So what are you going to make me watch next, then?
1: I think I'm going to make... I've been thinking about it, and there's a couple... That I that I came up with. So one is Babes in Toyland. Okay. Which um is sort of a children's movie, but Isn't like that
0: Keanu Reeves and Keanu Drew. Keanu Reeves Barrymore? and Drew Barrymore. Okay. I've never seen it. It is But you've talked about it.
1: I've talked about it.
0: It sounds awful. <laughs>
1: It might be. (laughs) I just know I watched it a ton as a kid. And then the other one was, I don't know if you've watched this. Have you seen A Night at the Roxbury?
0: No, but I am familiar with the- The
1: characters.
0: With the, yeah, the sketch. That's part of the SNL era that I didn't really watch SNL. Yeah. So. um,
1: And I loved fun little sidebar about that movie and how I came to own it. Was in high school, I was dating a guy who had his friend worked at Kroger. I
0: thought I was your first boyfriend.
1: Mm, no.
0: I thought I got you when you were young enough.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> anyway, so I was dating a guy whose friend worked at the Kroger by my house. And you know how Kroger would sometimes sell like just like random videos or something? Mm-hmm. Well, it was the time when there were still VHS tapes. So it was like a two ninety nine dollars video. And we're like at Kroger, like visiting him at work. And I'm like, I think I'm going to get this. And he's like, oh, I can just steal it for you. Oh. And I was like, um, like, you don't have to. He's like, no, it's fine. I'll just steal it. I'm like, oh, okay. So instead of paying $30 for a VHS copy
0: of it. You had one of the many thug boyfriends you <laughs> dated shoplift from the grocery no, store. it wasn't that even
1: my it. boyfriend. It was my boyfriend's friend.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think I still have the VHS copy somewhere in my parents' house. Well,
0: we don't... We're not going to your parents because of the quarantine, and we don't own a VCR.
1: <clears throat> well, don't worry, because I think I can make it happen.
0: I think I'm more on board to watch Babes in Toyland.
1: Toyland. Okay. Well, I'm eventually going to make you watch Night at the Roxbury. Right. Okay. Because it is a fun, stupid watch.
0: I can tell you all about the band Babes in Toyland. <laughs> <laughs> Or I can just do a bit the whole time where I'm just like, this is the longest music video ever.
1: Oh, I don't think I could stop you from doing that. Yeah. Could I? No. No, I
0: didn't think
1: so.
0: All right. So every week we're going to go back and forth and I am going to force Allison to watch a movie. And Allison will then force me to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we'll, we'll see how. <laughs> so far, though, we did okay. Where we did We okay. both enjoyed Blood yeah. Donner.
1: I know we're definitely going to get there very fast where I'm going to be like why did you make me watch this? I feel like you're going to get there first to the why the hell did No, you no, mean? no. I
0: have more of an open mind than you do cuz I'm a better person.
1: <laughs> Stab you in your sleep.
0: See? Um, I would not threaten you. Proving that I'm a better person. Than
1: <laughs> okay, you. you wouldn't threaten me, but you also do like insane Google searches so that if I ever do kill you, the cops will know.
0: I do a conspiracy theory podcast slash live show where I have to do weird Google searches for images for the live show. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm trying to make sure that you can't. <laughs> it's just an ad oh, bonus. It's not,
1: it's not is <laughs> yeah. it? It definitely how, didn't start that how way. How to get
0: away with murder. <laughs> you brat. When the husband doesn't do it.
1: When the husband doesn't do <laughs> it. Or when the it.
0: spouse doesn't do it.
1: It's always the You're spouse. my husband. You're my wife.
0: Yeah. Say it like Borat. My wife. <laughs> it's the cutest Borat.
1: You're the cutest Borat. <laughs> <laughs> will you wear that bathing suit for me? Yeah. Hot.
0: <laughs> the Ula version. <laughs> it's okay. all fishnet, and oh. I'm gonna paint myself green.
1: Don't paint yourself green. you will get all over the sheets. I know. Then you're gonna wash them.
0: Have you ever seen Smurf porn? No. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You know the bad thing about <laughs> sucking a dick that's painted blue? What? It doesn't stay blue. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. You've never seen Smurf porn? No. Huh. That's weird.
1: You're weird. I
0: think we know what's going to I'm gonna make you watch next.
1: I'm not fucking watching that.
0: You're married to me. <laughs> he must be so happy
1: one of the cats took a shit and it smells so bad okay this is
0: done oh I forgot to hit record
1: are you serious? no
0: I'm not